Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCAST. Great. I killed the strawberry jam. One blob, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey BAMFCAST. Episode 528. Holy shit. My numbers keep going up. God. What is the deal with numbers? <laughs> I know. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yep, we're Sans Mackey yet again. Yeah, who knows where that guy is. We miss him. Yeah, he was last week. <laughs> was, was he though? We saw him. Yeah. I live in the I now. I think that was a mirage. No idea. Oh, oh. Hey, but you know what, what we do each and every episode of this year? I do, but no. you should tell the people at home. Oh, well, we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Mm-hmm. That we come in here and talk about it. Then they get ratings. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They got one to five jocks. It's a robot jocks. jocks. Robot jocks. We really like robot jocks. If you yeah. haven't seen it, you should watch it. Yes. That is a that is a scale for goodness. However, there's a scale for badness. There is. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags, as in giant bags of trash. Yes. In which they belong. Correct. A boo. Yeah. I like the monkey. Uh, <laughs> we are covering the blob, the remake of it's, the blob. <laughs> it's Art Lafleur <laughs> Memorial Week. Yes. Here at Bamfcast Maybe this episode goes up on a Thursday, and after you've eaten your Thanksgiving, you're going to feel like a blob because you ate too much. So here's a movie called The Blob. You'll be thankful that we are giving you an episode uh, called The Blob. And we are also thankful for uh, Art Lafleur. <laughs> right. That's the main thing that happened here. <laughs> character actor, longtime character actor, Art Lafleur passed away. And uh, this was the role we decided to pick for <laughs> of all the memorable things and places he's been, he, Babe well, Ruth and the Sandlot. And <laughs> well, we're not going to watch the fucking well, Sandlot. I, yeah, no, we're not Field of Dreams or Sandlotting this. Thing. I, I'm just saying amongst all of his many story appearances where you can say like, hey, that guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is one of them. Yeah, this is one of them. Uh, you might remember him from such Bamcast movies as Trancers, Zone Troopers, Cobra, Keaton Scop. And Death Warrant. Was Trancers the one about the dog? Smart dog? Mm, yes. No, that's Watchers. That's Watchers. Watchers. <laughs> Watchers. No, yeah. Watchers. I was Watchers. like Corey Haim. I was like, yes. Yeah, and Michael Trancers, Yeah, Tran- Trancers is Helen Hunt and uh, that guy, Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson. Ooh, Tim Thomerson. Yeah. Tim Thomerson. He's a bounty hunter from, he's a space cop, and he comes back in time at Christmas. And Ah, yeah, Christmas. Yeah. And he costs Helen Hunt and takes her around. Yeah. And she keeps coming back for sequels for some strange reason. Kind of. So <laughs> it's weird. Okay. In addition to this being an Art Lafleur movie, yes. and uh, we are giving thanks, this is also, uh, since Thanksgiving will be over by the time you hear this, uh, this is a Christmas movie. So happy Christmas, everyone. Sure. Merry holidays. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> the season has begun. Anyway. Prospero or año. Y Feliz Navidad. Mom, whichever you prefer. I mean, whichever. We're not here to tell you what to do. No. I'm not your Feliz Navidad. Uh, this is a remake of the 1958 film called The Blob. Oh, wow. Starring mm. Steve McQueen. This does not star Steve McQueen. It stars Kevin Dillon. Right. Not even Matt Dillon. Nope. <laughs> Matt Dillon was busy Yeah, making The Flamingo Kid or whatever the hell Matt Dillon was making <laughs> in 1988. Anyway, Kevin Dillon. Mm-hmm. He's this, the star. 
This also does not star Chad McQueen. No. Turned the role down. He was offered the role. He, he was specifically turned it down because... For stupid the, reasons. It, it was because his dad was involved with it. He's like, I don't want to do anything involving my dad. Can you fucking imagine if you're Chad McQueen turning anything down? I don't know. Maybe he still had Steve McQueen bucks. Maybe. I don't... I Yeah. I, but I just think that guy, you look at his career and go, <laughs> you turned down movie roles? Idiot. I mean, look, I, I, not that I, it's like I was born with some legacy that I've got to uphold of a Correct. parent or something not. like that. Okay. But I, I've got to try to understand, like, I mean, nepotism is bad in some ways. Nepotism is not bad in other ways. Like, there's no reason not to take advantage. Like, I've never understood the, like, oh, no, I... I've got to pretend that I don't have these advantages. Like, I mean, that doesn't make you not have the advantage. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm speaking as a generality of in life. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to pretend you don't have the advantage. Like, yeah. you don't have to, like, walk around and gloat about it. But, you know, you, like, also maybe should Well, say. like, in, in Hollywood, yeah. you know, you're not going to be able to get away with it. I know right. that a lot of, like, writers do it. Yeah. Um, like, uh, Stephen King's son, Joe. Yes. Everybody knows that he's Joe Hill now, but he started his career as, you know, as someone with without the name King, so that he could succeed on his own merits. But yeah, I he still probably succeeded halfway because of his dad. Because you know, yeah, I guess I, I don't dad know. can pull some strings behind. I don't know. That just seems, anyway. That just seems like the the saddest. Like play me the world's tiniest violin. Like get over my enormous. You know, well, I mean, burden just, of like being born with like a silver spoon yeah i, I don't know it's just like that, that's i I'm sorry but cry me river. the thought process <laughs> of chad mcqueen saying yes, yes. i don't want to be involved in any remakes of my dad's films like they were all going to get remade well like i mean like it's not like they were remaking the great escape or something yeah. it's no. like it's the fucking blob i no. think it was anything related to his dad's work so not necessarily remakes but yeah. i can understand wanting to succeed on your own merits and not like okay my dad was in this so i automatically get the part all right, but I get that. But he's also Chad McQueen, and he never, <laughs> ever did. This would have been his biggest movie. Mm -hmm. This would have been it. Right. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway, it's the Blob. It is the Blob. Uh, Tis directed by Chuck Russell, who directed Scorpion King, which we, <laughs> which we like for some weird reason. Yeah, I don't. I think it's just mostly The Rock. I mean, I think sure. it's just like The Rock. I mean, we had a good time. It's early rock bravado. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we were just down for that at the time. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. This, some this smolder. Was, he had some smolder. This was right after Nightmare on Elm Street three yeah. that uh, Chuck Russell and Frank Darabont did. Uh, they were pretty good little team there for a while, doing some some horror movies, and uh, this is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's rate it. No, okay. Um, I all right. So out of the gate, I have to say, like, I feel like Chuck Russell has one of the strangest Hollywood careers. I've ever seen. I mean, as far as like coming out of the gate strong with mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, I mean, like it or not, just like a style. I mean, the thing is like for this being someone's second movie and I mean, nightmare three too. I mean, I know that you're, you're coming into an established franchise and there's money and you know, uh, people to do things that know how to do things already. But second movie out of the gate to like follow through lines in the plot, as well as this does mm -hmm. to have, interesting asides to have interesting side characters to have a ton like this movie is chock full of like that guys i mean so it's like the casting director was like amazing at the time because it's like you know any casting director where it's like 
you know, the person B that's in the role, you know, in this movie for like 20 seconds, you're like, hey, that's so-and-so, you know, like, you know, there's something to be said about this. But this movie is just... sure the casting director was Joanna Ray, who okay. was David Lynch's casting director, which is why Jack Nance shows up in sure. this. Okay. Um, yeah, things like that. Yeah, like Eraserhead shows up for two seconds. I mean, to the point that, like, he's in an office talking to somebody and the camera goes by and I was like, was that Jack Nance? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's just full of stuff. Like Erica Eliniak is like a girl that gets killed in the car. You know, like person. You know, just saying like full of people that it's like I can name who you are. Like mm-hmm. this is weird. Anyway, yeah. Just saying like this is to me this is an incredibly impressive movie for being like a first or second outing movie. Like this is just this seems like a Wes Craven like mid tier horror movie where it was like I know how to like you know, put, put all the dominoes in place. And so that when they fall, you don't go, what, you know, I mean, Wes Craven is the problem is like somewhere along the way he forgot that, like, yeah. you know, and, and so did John Carpenter and a bunch of other people, but it's like, you know, in these early years, like that's what's so impressive. Like the thing and this and th- stuff like this is just, just like looking at all the pieces and how they eventually fall together. And well, it's like, damn, that's- this movie has, it has two responsibilities. One is to either follow or tweak the stuff from the original film, which it does. And the other is to pay off a bunch of the things that it sets up. Um, so it, it's got two things that it has to do from beginning to end. And it's surprising how well it does mm-hmm. both those things uh, because it it does tweak a lot of the stuff um, that the original film did. Look, I mean, I'll, I'll say side note to everything. I mean, I, like Name Your Elm Street 3 is a lot of people's favorite besides the original. I mean, the original just kind of being like a real film. It, it is. Yeah, I, I always... It's my favorite yeah. of all the nightmares, right. like even above one. Sure. So. Okay. I just say like a lot of people put that as, as a top one. So, I mean, you, you've made the top movie or the most people's favorite movie in a franchise or mm-hmm. at least second favorite, you know, and then you come off and like, you know, make this remake. I'm just saying like, this is a strong, strong start. And then what a few years later goes and makes the mask with Jim Carrey, which probably had a shitload of like prep time, which is probably why there's like a six year gap. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I'm just saying like that is an incredible fucking start. And then it's just like, holy shit, dude, <laughs> like just just bam, bam, just bomb after bomb after bomb after that. I mean, Scorpion King included, For but like I said, we, we enjoyed that. Most of the world was like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> um, but I think that movie still made money. It, yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, it, it, time has not been kind to Eraser, but I still think Eraser did well. It wasn't like a fail. It wasn't like Last Action I, Hero mm, style failure. I, th- I feel like Eraser was like the first one where it was like, ooh, Arnold's done, isn't he? Because I feel like that was like where it was in like, he didn't make like, serious bank off that one that was like i feel like eraser was that like that pivotal moment where it was like up oh, i think his his star thing his star power is falling off i'm not saying it didn't make money i just think it was no, like, I know. like it, a precipitous fall from like the, his last thing it was just it was just a weird thing because it was just so not memorable in no. terms of like a gimmick yeah he was just a dude anyway the blob yeah the blob all uh, that aside. so the, the blob does its thing where it sets up all its characters the it just it it introduces you to the main characters of the film or who you think are going to be main characters. Um, there's a sheriff, there's a rebel boy, Kevin Dillon. Uh, there's cheerleader girl, Shawnee Smith. Uh, the dude that the football player that is crushing on her. I don't remember his name. Paul, Paul. I only remember that because he takes a terrible, like he's distracted by her. I think like he's looking at her on the sideline and like, 
gets wrecked. On I the think he just field. gets wrecked. Oh, he gets wrecked by like four dudes, and I just yeah. made a joke that he's going to be a paraplegic now. Because I mean, it just it had that lingering shot. Like it was like in any other movie, that would have been like the oh dear God, this is the start of Brian's song. You know, like I'm just you know, like, oh. yeah, you know, right. Sorry, <laughs> man. Yeah, there's there's a crazy preacher in town. Uh, there is a nice lady who works at the diner. So, I mean, it just, it, it takes its time to set up the small town and its characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, we can just talk about the things that it succeeds in paying off as we get to those things that pay them off. Uh, the blob falls from space. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a man who, there's a homeless man who collects cans. He has a dog and one night he's out smashing cans and well, we're introduced uh, him first because he he well, among the things that are going to get paid off. He watches Kevin Dillon think about jumping this collapsed bridge, right? So we introduce his Can Man as, as he's named. Oh, he does more than think about it. He jumps. He tries. Well, he, he tries, just, but he just wrecks his, his shit. No, his, 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 his bike starts to conk out before, yeah. and so he just like lays it down and falls. But Can Man laughs him, and then like sees the thing crawls from space and goes and pokes at it and gets blobbed. Yes. Basically, you know, immediately. Yes, he does because. Thankfully, the dog did not. Like that's the dog the way- noped the fuck right out. Yeah, I mean, I was so a hundred percent sure that this movie was going to be one that the dog got blobbed. I no. mean, everyone else who normally doesn't get blo- blobbed in a movie gets blobbed. This but- okay. <laughs> yes, that's a that's a general. Sorry, I'm going to film. use that as, as we're going to use that as. Oh a yeah, that's yeah, we do. The get blobbed you is, get Dracula. Do you get blobbed? Do you yeah, get whatever? Uh, there, there are some very sympathetic characters in this film who get blobbed. Uh, and a child, <laughs> and it's weird. Yeah, uh, movies usually don't do that. They will great. maybe get one sympathetic character just to go ah, but like, no, this movie is continuing, continually blobbing its, <laughs> its likable characters. I, I want to go on record, like, I, like I think it's I, I laugh like whenever the dogs or the kids get killed in movies, not because I'm like sadistic and I'm like ha ha fuck kids and dogs and all the cute things well, in the world, but 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 I'm saying like. I think there's there's a fine line because I I think it's fascinating in like aliens for ABP Requiem I don't want to say the whole fucking title um, and uh, other things where it's like you know kids get murdered and like shit like Lost World where the dog gets eaten sorry for all the random spoilers but uh, just saying like it's stuff like that is funny to me a because it's breaking quote unquote movie rules that feel like old bullshit haze code things of like oh you can't no but you can't show that can't yeah. show a child yeah, yeah you can't a, a dog can't get eaten by a T Rex that can't happen um, but it's also like I think it's more that it's what makes things more realistic because the killer is not watching the movie and going oh they had sex I'm gonna kill him. You know, like, you know, it's just like, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. like, I like this more than it's just like the blob is like, whatever the fuck is in my way, I'm going to eat it, you know? And it's like, that's, yeah. that's more, that's more truthful and not like blob you know, don't care. Yeah. It's not like your moral actions to dictate whether or not you're no. going to survive the apocalypse. You no. know. It, it sorry, just, sorry to blow your uh, <laughs> theories if that's what you believe in. It's just, it's weird that there are a couple of characters in this that you kind of root for. Like, you know the leads are going to make it because they're the leads, although they do swerve you in, in one regard on that. Mm-hmm. But there there are just, there are some supporting characters who are like, oh, I hope they make it, and they <laughs> they eat it quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they get blobbed early. I mean, that's, a, I was going to say, the other thing is, like, you can go the other route. Like, I've seen movies where it's just like, ah, oh, fuck you. It's like edgelordy, where it's like, the nicest people are going to be the ones that die. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, just, I mean, there's other ones where it's like, it goes the wrong way. Like, you know, Postal and things like that, where it's just like, yeah, ha-ha, yeah. you know, like thumbing our nose at the system, you know. 
I, I will not say specifics, but there is a character at the end of the Suicide Squad who dies needlessly, senselessly, like stupidly. Like it should not happen. It literally made me angry when it happened. Then I watched it again and I got pissed off again. It is just so senseless that this one character ends up dead at the end. Okay. It's just. All right. For, for the sake of a joke, it just seems. Which guy was he? I'm Don't not, tell me. I'm Don't tell me. I know. It. I'm just telling the joke for to everyone that has seen the movie knows what you're talking about. Oh, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But anyway, th- th- this it's just it's weird when movies do that. It, it a lot, especially in this era of horror movies. Horror movies were very much all about here's a bunch of people you fucking hate. Mm-hmm. Watch them get blobbed. Right. Uh, like I said, I, I it, it it's. I think it's. I think something like this is far more interesting because it's. It's. It's so. The blob doesn't. Yeah, care. the blob doesn't blob care. Has it's, no... it's, it's. It's completely indiscriminate. Yeah. It's like you know. That's. I think there's something much more interesting about a movie where you don't know that it's like. Oh well, clearly you know, hunky hunky cool guy yeah. and you know hottie Mc you know hunky Brewster yeah hottie <laughs> hunky Brewster and uh, well yeah. I, I like I even hottie think... McSheriff's daughter are going to make it to, to the end you know because so obviously there's uh Paul McCrane is in this he's the melty guy from RoboCop. Uh, and also Jack Bauer's brother from Thank 24. You. Thank you. That's the main thing I was thinking. I was like the whole time I was like, why do I know him yeah. as what? And yeah. yes. Thank so you. he is an absolute piece of shit cop. Mm-hmm. Just a fucking suck ass little man, Napoleon complex cop. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of this film, he kind of has a turn like, whoa, wait, hold on other people. What the fuck are you doing? You stop threatening the man. I was just threatening a second ago. Kind of has like a face turn. Like, okay, now it's time to protect this town. And then when he goes out, you're like, ah, he turned. He was a good guy. I liked yeah. him. And then, you know, he gets it. It's blob doesn't care. Yeah. Just that's that's the motto of the blob. <laughs> I don't Hashtag care. Hashtag blob don't care. Blob got to eat. <laughs> so um, anyway, the, the meteor comes down. Uh, there's blob in it. Guy pokes with a stick, looks at it. And then the blob jumps on his hand. So now he's got the blob on him. Yeah. Got blob hand. Kevin Dillon is out in the woods uh, fixing his bike and the guy bumps into him, scares him. And he's like, tries to he tries to cut off his hand with his hatchet. Yeah. Can man has a little hand hatchet that yeah. he takes. <laughs> and uh, can man has a hand hatchet. Right. And when he does so, the blob immediately covers up the wound and he just goes ah, and runs away. And Kevin Dillon starts chasing him. So then Shawnee Smith and football man are on their date. Football man. <laughs> Paul. He has a name and I don't care what it is. Paul. Uh, and they're driving along and they crash into the old man and they blame Kevin Dillon for chasing him out of the woods. And they're like, Oh, get him to the hospital. He's he, we hit him with this car. And also he's got a blob on his hands. So, <laughs> and there's a bunch of eighties like, Oh, does he have insurance? Uh, yeah. That's when they get to the, I don't even know if it's a hospital. I feel like they just it's went to just a, it's a doctor's, doctor's office. office. Yeah. yeah it's, it's literally, it's but like, that's all but it's like a 24 hour doctor's office, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Run by Jack Nance. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they just literally put this man in the corner. They're just, they just put him in the corner of a room. I mean, pretty damning indictment of the American healthcare system, both now and in the 80s. Yeah, yes. but nobody puts Can Man in a corner. Well, they did oh. under a heat lamp. And uh, he gets completely blobbed. <laughs> oh, no, he only gets blobbed from the half half down. Right, chest well, up, he's okay. So it's weird. All right, so Paul, the football, fo- Paul, football man. Football. Football. Is football man. Good job, Chuck. Is uh, taking Shawnee Smith out, you know, because like, he, you know, when he gets wrecked in the football field, he's just like, hey, you want to go out? So, like, they're on their date. Yeah. They've run into the can man. 
Or literally so sit in this in this doctor's office and he's just like sorry for the shitty first aid i'll go get you a drink or something and i don't really understand like what makes him go i should need to go investigate this he looks well so he looks yeah, I, I i i mean i know what happens like he sees the old man is like in a room with a sheet cover you know covering he sees him. some shit moving yeah but i mean it, it could just be blood. the no, move it's, that's that's it's unnatural moving moving. unnaturally yeah. I mean, what, weird. I feel like what we saw was just like, looked like it could have been the guy's arm falling down to the side or something. But he's just like, what is that? I have to go see. And goes in there and grabs. Well, first, the can man just turns him like, oh, man. He's like kind of melty looking, goes and grabs Jack Dance and they go rip the blanket off of him. And he's melted from like the torso down, mm-hmm. basically. Yep. Still um, steaming. Yeah. And Jack, Na- Jack Nance, who has seen some shit hasn't seen shit in this movie until he sees this and he is just like oh, oh my god yeah he just, <laughs> nurse yeah he just goes over and hits the intercom he's like uh, nurse like and, and then we don't see jack dance i don't think ever again do no we? he doesn't yeah. We, yeah we don't know what happens to him yeah but um the thing is like this movie kind of i mean granted we're 15 minutes in maybe at this point oh it's more than that maybe more than that okay. yeah it's 15 minutes before the blob even shows up okay but i mean we're not super far into the movie no. but like we're still in the first act. Yeah, we're still in the first act, but like this does the psycho trick. Like Paul gets blobbed like right away. And like yeah, he goes into the doctor's office to call the police and the blob is behind the door mm-hmm. <laughs> and shuts the door yeah. and blobs him. Yeah, uh-huh, I mean, now, it's not a Janet Lee like, oh my God, the big star just got killed. No, but, but I mean, it's like but, at this time, you didn't know who Kevin Dillon was. And, you know, it's not like the credit, the casting listing would be like, oh, well, I know who's going to survive because they were listed first. But right. I'm just saying, like, you, you see this guy in the Letterman jacket. You're like, oh, that's this is the guy we're following. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he seems the, like yeah. the lead and he gets blobbed. He yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, uh, like dramatically blobbed, like the cover you've probably seen a lot of times where yes. he's like pushing through the blob. That's that's him. And he's like super screaming. And yeah. Shawnee Smith is like, the hell? Where's my soda? Mm-hmm. And gets up to go find him. And throws open the door, and he is just getting dissolved under this blanket of blob. Yeah. And she's like, oh, God, Paul, let me rescue you, and goes to pull him out of it and just rips his arm off. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. goes flying back into a wall and knocks herself out. It was rather disarming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the blob just decides, oh, I'm full. <laughs> I had Paul. I'm good. <laughs> and just fucks I'll wait off. Have, I'll have Peter and Mary tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, this it just basically after this, like the cops have all shown up and it's just like, you know, take take Shawnee Smith home and put her to bed and mom, give her some drugs <laughs> so she'll sleep because in the 80s, moms would just give you their Valium. <laughs> they would just be like, here, honey, take two of these. You'll sleep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just say no. <laughs> Don't do the weed, but here's two Valium, child. Uh, Shawnee Smith has a younger brother who has gone off to the movies with his idiot friend. Uh, they weren't Eddie, by the way. Yes. I just... Eddie the child. No, I'm just pointing it out because, like, he's a fucking trickster. I mean, he's fucking Eddie <laughs> As- Askell. I mean, it's like... Like, when they said his name, I was like, really? Yeah. Like, because, I mean, the kid's just you like... Know, other people can be named Eddie. But the the way he was acting though, like he was he was scheming to get. I mean, they're like ten, maybe. 
Yeah, but I, he was not putting on like a false front. Like no, no well, no, no, he, no, he wasn't not, doing that. But I mean, he was actually too honest. That was he was like an idiot, Eddie, Eddie Haskell, because like <laughs> he was like my brother works at the at the movie theater and, and he's an usher and he can get us in this R-rated movie and he's telling her all this and I kind of appreciate the sort of meta line where the child explains because the mother's like a horror movie heavens no and Eddie's like oh don't worry there's no sex or anything bad in it and I'm like you know what yeah that's kind of what more people were worried about at the Mm -hmm. time was like oh there better not be any sex in that (laughs) yeah violence sure but if there's going to be boobs no no sir young man you are not going to that yeah, just established that this character is out in the world as blobbing is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, they bring her home, drug her. She decides not to take the drugs and immediately sneaks back out. To she uh, pretends to take the drugs, right? Um, she lies her pants. <laughs> uh, she sets back out to find Kevin Dillon because Kevin Dillon had gone to the emergency room clinic hospital with them, but was just like, fuck this shit, I'm out of here, because the, the nurse was giving him shit about the guy not having insurance. He's like, fuck, this is all bullshit. Fuck the world, I'm gone. Uh the cops have decided he did it <laughs> because he's the town troublemaker, which. Well, one cop has. Yeah, they they brought him in because they saw him. <laughs> he was seen there. And the one cop is the one cop who has his, you know, his has has his turn later. Yeah. He's like, I know he did it. And is like giving him the bad cop treatment and roughing him up and all that. I just love. So there are two victims who are just puddles of fucking goo. Mm-hmm. And they're like, one of them's like, of course he did it. <laughs> of course this almost adult turned these people into goo and no one saw it sure <laughs> but thankfully the sheriff who is just like no uh there's no blood on him there's no evidence that he did this it doesn't make any sense he doesn't have a motive no he didn't do this let him go uh it's funny because that guy's like menacing him while he's handcuffed and gets right in his face and Kevin Dillon licks him <laughs> I, I, like okay so i, I want to back up because like I, I i made a crack like oh you couldn't even get matt Dillon, you got kevin Dillon. Mm-hmm. It's just a joke. I mean, that's just a simple. Kevin Dillon's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm saying like he's an acceptable brother substitute. It's like it's, (laughs) you know, I mean, I'm just saying like it's. I think it's a better. It's it's a closer brother upgrade than like a Liam to a Chris. You know, I'm just saying like I would take this. Hate Chris's. (laughs) I'm just saying Liam Hensworth sucks. Chris Hensworth is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. People probably like Liam Hensworth too. He's fine. Whatever. And he has things. It, it's more I'm like, just saying, like, I, there's a there's more a, like deterioration this is, in the this, Baldwin this is more DNA like yeah. gene pool, <laughs> where yeah. you just like you get to fucking whichever the the biodome one, yeah, yeah, Stephen, where it's just yeah. like, man, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm saying this is a little closer, to like Alec to to Will, uh, William, whichever sure. the, the pretty one that was in backdraft, yeah, 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 the pretty one, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, not the weird looking one. <laughs> yes, yeah. Billy Bond. I'm just saying this one's a little closer than the Hemsworth line. Yes, uh, he's fine. Kevin Dillon. No, he. I, I'm saying like he is like he is actually doing. He's going kind of above and beyond in this movie a little bit. I mean, he's just he's mildly Ryan Reynoldsing before there was Ryan Reynoldsing. Like he's kind of commenting, meta commenting on things as they're happening in like a a way that somebody of his stature probably shouldn't. He has some you know? jokes. Yeah. They do saying. not feel sticky. Not sticky. They don't That's feel what I mean. like they feel they it's weird cuz it's like it's like man, that is like all the clever shit one wants to say that never that you can never think of at the time and but he's not selling it like you know like some people deliver some Joss Whedon lines right. where it's like I can't read this like it's I just came up with it. You know, some people just don't deliver good scripted lines like that well. Yeah. You know, I mean it's like some people are just like make it feel pretty natural and he's doing a real good job. And yes, he just the guy's like, I'm in your face. What you going to do now? And just 
basically kind of gives him a Catwoman lick up the face, you know? <laughs> yes. like, yeah. And that guy's going to beat his ass, but the sheriff's just like, hey, knock it off. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they let him go. Meanwhile, out in the woods, uh, Paul's football buddy is trying to put the moves on Erica Laniac mm-hmm. uh, by basically getting her drunk uh, with a lot of alcohol. You could say she was under siege from his wiles. You could, yes. yes. Uh, she's like, no, I don't want to. And he's like, but I gave you my ring. You're my girl. And she's like, ah, okay, more drink. <laughs> so, anyway, le- baby, let me make you one of my special colas again. You've, you haven't had enough of them. Right. One more cola for you. And he goes to his trunk, and I'm like, why is he going to his trunk for a special cola? Like, this girl is going to get uh, Rohypnol in her drink. Uh-huh. No. no. He opens up his trunk, and it's like a fucking... It's a trunk bar. Mm-hmm. And, like, several bottles of liquor and a cigar box with, like, 35 glass rings in it, all on little chains. But um, it's also all sitting on, like... Uh, uh, velvet? The, like, the the crushed velvet, though. Yeah, like, crushed velvet. Yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. But it like opens up almost like a you know like a like, like a like suitcase. A, I'm trying to think like, like a, it reminds me of like a, the the Brian Fantana's cologne collection. Yeah. I mean, just like you push a button and it's yes. like it, you know it, yes. like, it has like look, a Nerf sex basketball Panthers. hoop in it, yeah. and like he he prepares the drinks and he has a little cordless <laughs> he <does>. blender. <laughs> He's got a sing, like a <laughs> single uh single tong or whatever blender whisk, single beater, whisk, beater cordless. Yeah. Yeah, he's just yeah. He's I, want, I want to say his. Spe- I, I want to point out his special cocktail is vodka Hawaiian punch. By the way, yeah, because <laughs> like he was had Hawaiian punch. Yeah. I thought it was just a shitload of grenadine. No, he okay. had a big fucking can of Hawaiian punch, like yeah. the old school okay. can. I think yeah, nice kind. You punch yeah. two holes in to get it out. Yeah, that's what that was like. The centerpiece of all the liquor was a big fucking Hawaiian can punch can. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, look, he's a terrible person. Like what he's doing is bad, mm-hmm. but this is hilarious. But and for like a seventeen-year-old dude, this is a hell of a lot of effort. Yeah, I, it is an amazing. This had to have been passed down like through the generations. Like his older brother gave someone him this gave car, because yeah. you can't. A seventeen-year-old just does not have the wherewithal to put this fucking thing together. Um, I just rape I, trunk of <laughs> of just. It's called a runk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's terrible. It is terrible. But we were like. Admire that. <laughs> I mean, job, I, I think I was expect. I, I was. Uh, I was admiring more the Ferris Bueller-ness of it. Of just like, man, this kid's got it together. Like, you know, maybe what he's doing isn't for the greater good. No, it is not. But uh, <laughs> it is absolutely. I, not. I like a person with a plan. You know, like if nothing else. Don't get us wrong. This yeah. character's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as piece of shits go, yeah. this guy has a plan. <laughs> So anyway, while he's doing all that shit, the blob comes into the car and basically. Enters Erica Laniac. <laughs> it blobs like Erica Laniac. So she looks like she's passed out. He comes back in and is like, time for more drinky poo. And she's not responding. And he's like, all right, don't need that. And then he's like, so, blouse, huh? Well, I, he's just, he goes through this whole routine. Like, he knows there's an audience and he needs to set up a defense. He's just basically like, so it's hot, isn't it? Okay, well, let me just pop one of these buttons here. Does that feel... Be- that does feel better, doesn't it? Let me pop one more button. Okay. Well, see, if he had the conversation, he can pass a lie detector test that he was having a conversation. Okay. I don't know. I'm sure. fucking... It just... It's just very... It is weird. very strange. But then he just reaches in yeah. and gets fucking blobbed. He, he, yeah, he gets bloobed. Her face... <laughs> yes. Her face, like, sucks into itself because all her innards are now just blob. Mm-hmm. And then he gets blobbed. Mm-hmm. So... 
I just want to talk about this specific dude because sure. he, he had a game going. Well, there's also like the, our introduction to Art LaFleur since this is his... Oh, I, don't want to, I, I want to save the Art LaFleur story for the end. Okay. Just because right. it's, it's just a fun joke and it doesn't have All anything right. to do with the movie. I just... Sure. We'll get to the end. Okay. We'll, we'll tell the Art right. LaFleur story. Um, so there, there's the lady who works at the, the diner, diner yeah. and she and the sheriff are kind of sweet on each other, but... They were going to go out after she got off work. The sheriff is now hunting for the killer <laughs> that has turned people into goo. So she, he's busy and that won't happen. Kevin, it, it's also strange how uh, there are a lot of victims in this movie that no one finds. Like no one finds these, the, that dude and Erica Laniac in the woods. Like they're just. Well, no, they get gone. blobbed and the blob absorbs them. Yeah, but. <sighs> it seems like, I mean, it's... at least from the description of what happens sort of throughout the movie, like the blob disintegrates them yes. and integrates them into itself. Yes. So it's how it grows. It's growing in size. Yeah, um, I think it's just some weird form of eating. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. And, <laughs> and you do see the blob leave the scene and go into the sewer with the ring on a chain still not digested, <laughs> floating right. around in the blobbiness. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's the main thing is like they... Without it being, it's not like it's the killer in the blob in this case is, you know, intention, but like there seemed to be that fascination in the 80s where it was like the killers need to take pride in their kills mm-hmm. where it was like freddy krueger and jason have to be like step back and be like oh fuck i just i killed that guy in the sleeping bag man right. i just beat him against the tree that's that's pretty cool yeah um but like i feel like the blob the 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 reemergence of the victims is almost more like similar to that but it's like it's almost like punctuated jokes or timing things like you get the the ring in the blob as he's consumed that guy i, I mean we can go and talk about it, but the sheriff like at this point, like the blob is basically starting its free for all. Like you know, it, at first it was just like stealth blobbing a couple people, and you know, no one. It was like that shark of like the, the jaws sting of like ah, I don't think there's really a shark out there, is there? You're just crazy, and then yeah. you know, pretty soon you can't fucking deny it. It's like everyone's getting blobbed. But right. when the sheriff gets blobbed, and the and the waitress slash owner or whatever she is, I she seems to do everything there. We don't, I don't know, know who the owner is. Yeah. She just she just she just seems to do place. everything there. I yeah. don't know, <laughs> but. Um, well, so like Shawnee Smith snuck out mm-hmm. and got Kevin Dillon and she was like, nobody believes me. And he's like, I didn't see anything. Right. I left before anyone got blobbed. I don't know what you're talking about. So they go to the diner and she's like, we're closed here. Have a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> and she just bitches at him for a while. And he has a pretty good line to her because she says shit or something. He's like, no, I don't ever. I don't think I've ever heard you say the word shit. How's that feel? <laughs> and, how was that for you? Yeah. How yeah. was that for you? Yeah. And. That's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically this lady and just, I don't know, the guy who works there. And the sink is clogged in the back of the diner. Mm-hmm. And she's like, the sink is clogged. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting. <Yeah>. Riveting. <laughs> and, See, this is what I was talking about. It's a really tightly written script. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll give me that. So he starts plunging it and can't get it. Every instance of the blob from this point on, you're like, ah, is the blob is going to be the blob because I've seen. I, well, it's called the blob. <laughs> it blocks. It blocks water. It blocks air. Yeah. It blocks. You know, it just gets into yeah, your utilities and blocks things. Blops. Back with more of those blob blocking beats. <laughs> um. So anyway, he reaches in and is just like, "What is this?" And just blob comes out, grabs his face, mm-hmm. pulls him down into the drain. This drain is not large enough for a human head. Oh, well, I mean, 
I mean, you're, 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 well, I was it's, saying it's, you're you're thinking in terms of intact. I'm talking about yeah. unblobbed human head, unmolested human head. So yeah. I mean, I think the implication thing is that it's getting crushed and no, blobbed no, no, I'm all at once. Not criticizing oh, okay, okay. the movie. I'm saying yeah. that the blob does its damage to where it pulls oh, sure, this human yes. head okay. through this tiny drain, right. and then down through the drain, the drain actually expands as this crap is going through it. And just legs are flying, and she's like, hey, Willie, or whatever, you know, can you help? And then it's just, oh, God. And she screams, and Kevin Dillon and Shawnee Smith run, and they're like, see, blob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she defenestrates herself out of a window to yes. get into an alley where she sees a phone this booth. Is, this is the restaurant owner, yes. whatever. Uh, what's her name? Franny? Yeah. Fran? Candy Clark is It's Candy actress. Clark is actress, yeah. But... Um, Fran. She runs down to this phone booth. <laughs> Little Franny Pooh. And you're like, don't go in there. You're going to get blobbed, uh, which is what happens. She gets blobbed. She calls the sheriff's office. The lady's like, the sheriff's out. And as the blob is dripping down over the phone booth, you see the remains of the sheriff. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, as she, she barely has the you know connection made to Doris, the station lady or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, where's the sheriff? Last night, oh, he was heading towards the diner. diner. And then it's just like, blob, there's the sheriff. You yeah. know, so you see the badge and yep. it's like blobbed up face and she screams and then blob comes through the booth basically okay okay blob comes through the booth basically is not the right way to describe this blob (laughs) explodes into the booth okay so we went back we got to talk about how the blob enters the booth (laughs) yes so there is an overhead shot of this phone booth with the actress in it flailing around they cut to a reaction of something else two it's a two second cut Cuts back to what appears to be the exact same shot. And then the blob rushes into this phone booth. And this person is just taken apart. Like they pop off like an action figure. Just everything just. It's it, it just like a like a Barbie doll with an M80 in it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we were like, holy shit. What the hell? Roll that back. <laughs> yeah, uh, we rewatched it in the studio and. At first, I think, I think we just thought it was a dummy. You're like, okay, it's a dummy. Well, I figured it had to be, but it looked really good. Yes. So I wanted to see it again. I think we've we've done that maybe half a dozen times where we rewind something to watch it because it's either so good or so unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was both at the same time. It, it was an amazing shot. Yeah. Um, according yeah, I, to the I, trivia, it was a model, yeah. which was about a half-size model, which is incredible because you cannot tell the match. I mean, granted it's quick, but the, the way the shot matches is remarkable. I mean, it is, it's an achievement yeah. in, in special it, effects. It really sure. is neat. It's and, and, the, and editing. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing about a lot of the, so there's, there's a lot of projected effects in this sort of green, early, early, early green screen stuff in this. And you can still see some of the lines and you're like, well, you're not really there. But even with that, so much of the miniature work in this is really cool. The way they have whatever this blob miniature is moving around and expanding and shooting stuff out of it is fascinating to me. It's just a really cool effect. Um, Because like the blob in the original movie and the blob stuff in the original movie is really neat, too. But the blob in that movie was very much a kind of a solid, gelatinous, smooth substance. Um, this is just gnarly. Like this blob is yeah. just chunky. Yeah, this is more like 
tendrily like venom you know like the yeah. like the symbiote thing from it's, spider-man it's, it's, you know, like, it's like it's got a lot of like yeah i'm gonna yeah. it's bring like out cottage cheese it's yeah. just chunky it's just yeah, got yeah. stuff in it uh, I mean, it's still like shiny and sticky yeah but it yeah it's lumpy and weird right like me <laughs> um when the when the blob appeared in the diner uh kevin Dillon and shawnee smith locked themselves in a freezer uh, and the blob tried to get into the freezer, but then, uh-oh, the blob doesn't like the cold. Plot point, blob does not like the cold. Alert. So. Yes. Remember that. Later on, the preacher wanders by, and he's like, what What on earth happened in here? And then he just walks straight over to the freezer and sees some blob crystals and is it, like, I should pick these up for later. It's weird. Like, okay, out of everything in this movie... This guy, like, I don't know any of the backstory behind the making of this movie, clearly. Mm-hmm. This guy, this this character, this actor, everything about him feels like a studio plant. Like, I feel like like nobody making the movie wanted this guy in the movie. <laughs> and the studio was like, no, no, this character, because, like, he'll say apocalyptic shit. Yeah. And then he's going to set up a sequel, because that's all this fucker is there for. He's sequel hook, man. Yeah. That's that's really yeah. all he's there for. He, he only really interacts with yeah. one character in one scene. And then everything else is just him by himself yeah. doing it's, sequel yeah, hook it's, things. It's stupid. It's, I mean, it's not a bad sequel hook, no. especially if they had made one. Sure, but I think that, I think maybe that's just it. I think when you see movies in the past that never had the sequel made and they have the hook in them, and it's just like, oh, then fuck you're like, you. well, that's a waste. Yeah, of it's time. just like, no, fuck you. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just I, I'm generally that way with anything. I I I, I hate sequel hooks. Like I, in general, I mean, unless it's like sequel hooks are fine if you already have a plan in place. Yeah, it's like if if you are filming or have filmed or you have the money to film the next one, go for it. You know, like I mean, like it's just like don't do it in like the I don't know. I sure yeah. hope so. Like those are fuck that. Yeah, and and even worse is when they do make a sequel that that ignores that sequel hook, and you're like, what the fuck was all that then? Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's just either either commit or don't don't do like it. Like I said, also just don't don't. Yeah. I mean, just in general, like yes. don't just don't don't. The government shows up at a certain point because the twist in this film is that the blob is man-made. In the original film, the blob was from space. It was just a thing from space. No, well, this no, one, no, it was the blob from space. The thing from space likes the cold. Oh, We've established this. The yeah, blob does not like the cold. The, the thing, thing likes, likes the, the does not like the cold. Right. No, I the mean, thing likes the cold. Blob does not like the cold. Correct. And the predator likes the heat. Yes. But also the blob does too. Blob likes the heat. Yeah. Correct. Blob and Predator adventures. <laughs> Technically, the blob is still from space, but we put it up. We there put it up there. Where. Yeah. We made it. Put it up there. The blob was like, "No, thank you. I'm coming home." <laughs> no, right. hold on. Wait, wait a second. I gotta. I gotta understand. I'm coming home. Let's say two astronauts on Earth fuck, and one of them gets pregnant, and then they go to space and have the baby in space. Is it the baby from space? Baby is from space. Space baby. Those are like the the rules. Like. Um, it's like when like you, if a baby's born in America, right. it's American. Okay, so it's like because we claim waters. babies, yeah, international it, it, waters. It's, it's it's once you are taking your own breaths, that's where you are from. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Just so I'm just is, trying to check. Yeah. So also, like if it's an American spacecraft, that is technically the property of that is the American Don't soil. Fucking castle. Oh no no no! Law me. That's here. not American soil. <laughs> no, it's space's soil. American law still. There's no soil there to be yeah. American. Oh, I Look, I don't know anything about space law. I, I, I know do, a lot I do, about I do space bird law, law and birds don't like space. And also, they're fake. Yeah. <laughs> they're charging on yeah. this power line. You know why they don't like space? It's because uh, they can't fucking get there. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. They're mad. Mm-hmm. They try. Mad birds. They're angry birds. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
That's why they invented all those yeah. slingshots. Yeah. But then there was Angry Birds Space. Mm. I'm so that's confused. A, that is a complete fabrication. Yeah, that one true. is fiction. Yeah. The yeah. rest are... That are, was sequel hook, and they just ignored all right. the other Angry Birds. Yeah. That one That one was fiction. The rest of them were based on actual gotcha. events. Yeah. Just like the blob. Correct. Yeah. So the blob Anyways, is... the blob is from space. Yes. The blob is American, and he's from space. <laughs> no. The blob is American by heritage, <laughs> but he's space-ish by birth. <laughs> okay. Spacious by birth, American by the grace of God. So he's not like a expat space blob. <laughs> he is no, he's not an he's an expat when he gets to Earth. Oh, so no, you'd have to be right. born in America and then leave to go to space. Exactly. Okay, now you're yeah, getting it. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So he he's a space expat. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. A space expat. Uh, yeah. A spat. <laughs> If you're if you're a pet that works at SpaceX, contact yeah. us. BMF at bmfcast.com. So uh Yeah, we cleared that all up. We made thank, the thank blob. To you, Elon Musk. <laughs> we put the blob into space uh-huh. to see what it would do. Well, we didn't put the blob, we put some tiny blob. We, we put made some, a virus. We made a virus and, and we then sent it into got space. Irradiated by space chemicals. Probably, yeah. Or something. It probably didn't have the ozone and with the lack of ozone it blobbed out. Right. Yeah. That's why we need an ozone layer, folks. Right. It turned into a viral plasmid or something that that one guy said before he probably got blobbed. I think all those guys got blobbed. I'm pretty sure everybody got blobbed. Anyway, the guys in white suits that are from the government are here to help. Right. The yeah. The initial impression is that they're they are on this. They, they know what happened and they're here to stop it. This guy comes in and is like, hey, remember when the meteors hit the earth and the dinosaurs all died pretty quick? He's like... It's like that. It's probably like it probably sent a virus from space, and we you know killed them all. And it's like this, so I'm just you know just checking to make sure. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's weird because like so the first movie really didn't have people show up to help, um, but it, the blob was very much from space. Uh, so you f- you feel like the swerve in this is like oh okay the government's here, they're gonna blow shit up because that makes a more exciting movie in the eighties. Uh, but then you have the extra twist of surprise. We made it, and we're here to basically murder this town because yeah. we must protect the blob at the, all costs. The real blob was the weapons we made along the way, right? Because again, like, like every fucking thing in the eighties that involves a monster that we made to fight fucking Russia, no one ever thinks anything through with this shit. It's like we'll just unleash the blob in Russia, and it'll it'll eat them all. And one guy's like, "Sir, it'll be too big," and they're like. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. You don't understand anything, do you, about global politics? And he's like, yeah, but it'll eat everything and be huge. And they're just like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, they're not. I mean, it's it's not a wrong. I mean, it's not a wrong an, an analogy or an argument to be made because like, I mean, did anyone really think about splitting the atom and making the hydrogen bomb? I mean, it's just like the fucking repercussions of that. I mean, I mean, I guess Oppenheimer did. He did have his little quote. But, you know, I'm just saying like. I just, I just say, like, you know, that fucking changed the course of human history in a horrible, you know, tragic way. This just continues yeah. for me, like, the the mindset of the company in the Aliens movies, sure. where it's just like, what in the fuck? When are you going to fucking learn? You can't train this thing to fight your enemies. It's going to eat your fucking face. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, if you need other examples of, like, 
you're doing the wrong thing. Like, you know, how is anyone going to vote for you when they're all dead from not wearing masks or getting vaccinated? Yeah, <laughs> you sure. know, I mean, like yes. things like this. It's just like, you know, like people I, don't think about the long term. Rep- you know, I know. I'm just always of what they're amazed. Doing. There's not someone in the planning stage who's yeah. like, yeah, but there there is there usually is. <laughs> and that person gets either fired or talked over or, or put into the blob tent. <laughs> right. It's I've like, been on the like the entire the entirely too small of a scale to really, you know, to really register mm-hmm. uh, version of the situation, like, you know, implementing new processes, procedures, or systems at Here's work. Why you like, shouldn't do this. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a bad thing. Yeah. This is going to ruin stuff. <laughs> and they're like, no, don't worry. It'll be fine. Why are you always speaking up in meetings? Uh, we didn't ask you here for your opinion. We asked you here to agree with this. To say yes. Right. And then six months later, it blows things up. go wrong. Yeah. So this kind of shit happens literally everywhere, mm-hmm. and it only magnifies in scale when you get government involved. Right. But, I mean, they are so unprepared for this outcome, even though it seems like they are prepared for this outcome, that they have no idea how to stop it. Literally no idea. They, they don't know what its weakness is. They have no they idea. Don't, they barely know what it is. Yeah. It, it's funny because it seems like they were going to toy with the idea that heat has actually made it bigger or stronger. I mean, it seems because there, there's a point yeah. late in the movie. I mean, I know we, I feel like we're jumping all over the plot of the movie, but they when the government guys are finally like, fuck it, we got to blow this thing up. Like, there's no choice. Um, they drop like, you know, sack charges down in there. Yes. And like, it just gets really angry and really big. And it's like they seem to, you know, insinuate that heat in some way makes it grow. But Correct. they don't really ever go all the way. Yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, it's not like it's, it's kind of treated like, oh, no, the explosion just made it angry yeah. because if you. You know, if right. you explode an organism that can tolerate it, or you try to blow up an organism that can tolerate it, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they it don't, might. Yeah. It might not be happy with Real that. Sorry, your mom blew up, Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, yeah, it's it just. But yes, cold is what kills it, which is weird. I mean, I guess it didn't choose to land here. I mean, I, I, I was thinking of in terms yes, of Plymouth like Rock landed on it. I was thinking in terms of like signs, where it's like when you think about that movie for half a second, you're like, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever thought about in my life. Yeah, like, why like, the aliens want to take over this 90% of water. <laughs> like, yeah, we've invented, you know, interstellar travel and we did not scan the planet for the thing that will fucking kill us. Like, oh, wow, there's a lot of water on that planet. I <laughs> ah, do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Get down there. Fucking extreme. <laughs> it's like us going to space. <laughs> Maybe that was the only planet with people nearby when Maybe. they were hungry. Yeah. Anyway, but the blob didn't have a choice though. Uh, yeah I, I know i'm just thinking like the, why would the blob not live land on, like the you know around the equator and not in a, the blob had no not, steering yeah, controls no, in its little capsule yeah. <laughs> it was just a little yeah. satellite um this is ground control to major blob <laughs> so shawnee smith and kevin Dillon have been put into a government van to be taken to safety and kevin Dillon's like nah fuck this i don't like this i'm i'm leaving you coming with and she's like no they're the government they're here here to help and he's like ah see you later and jumps out of the back of his van mm-hmm. he uses magic ratchet set from earlier to right escape he, he has a, he has magic a ratchet, ratchet. That he's carrying around this whole time mm-hmm. um so there's kevin Dillon. This, kevin Dillon is the one who finds out all that he goes sneaks back and listens overhears them tell the conversation and sees like they lift the satellite out of the ground and it's got an American flag on it. They're like, oh, okay. Uh, and this is when he jumps over the thing that he couldn't jump over at the beginning because they start chasing him with helicopters and four by fours and machine guns. And it's up. It, it's this is a crazy amount of stunt for something that ultimately doesn't matter in the slightest that he makes this little jump because like with the four by four just goes off the side of this ravine. 
mm-hmm. as the helicopter flies over. It's all really cool, and none of it really matters. It doesn't do anything. I mean, I think the other thing that's always funny to me in movies like this is it's like the government is shown to have all this tech and is like there within like, you know, 30 minutes of this thing landing mm-hmm. specifically in this place and all this stuff. And they're like, don't let that kid <laughs> on a bike get away. Yeah. We'll never find him again. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, no, you know really? exactly where he's going. Like, he's going back to town. Yeah. I mean, like, it's fucking one kid yeah. on a bike. There's probably a highway. I mean, you have a helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Follow him. <laughs> well, they do. Yeah, and he goes to the storm drain because he hears that that's where people are. Yeah. He, he, well, he basically overhears the dude in charge explain the entire thing of like, we were making weapons and it got crazy and crashed here. And we don't now we don't care if everyone in the town dies as long as we get our weapon back. Right. Here's all this and that everyone in the town is expendable. Yeah. And that Meg, is that her name? Meg? Meg. Meg? I don't know. Hello, Meg. I have no I, idea. I think that was her name. I don't know her name. Whatever. Meg. Yeah, Shawnee Sha- Smith. Shawnee Sha- Smith and her, Meg and her brother and her and his friend. Eddie Haskell, whatever. Where all the movie theaters and like, yeah, the, the kids at the movies, or they, or they, the Blob attacked the movie theater. We skipped that whole thing. The Blob attacked the movie theater. We'll get back in a second. But that he overheard that like some people escaped down to the sewers right. and you know we're trying to contain the Blob down there and if we can get the Blob, fucking kill the people. And yes. he's like, this, this will not stand. Yes. So there's a pretty good fake out mm-hmm. of it. At one point, the movie cuts to two people in the woods making out, and you're like, who the hell are these people? Like, we, is this just blob fodder? Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's the movie within the movie that the kids are watching, uh, which is just this really bad slasher film. I mean, it's just a Friday 13. I mean, it's literally a guy in a hockey mask again. I mean, it's to which one of the third line was like, but hockey season did months ago. Shring, <laughs> shring. <laughs> really I mean, that's what I say. Like, even the dumb stuff inside the movie is pretty yeah. funny and stuff. Um, the projectionist is like, boy, it's hot up here. No, no, Why is- hold on. The projection. This is another one of the un- completely unnecessary but very funny jokes. There is like, yeah, there is a sex scene about to happen in the movie, and it cuts to the projectionist with a magazine in one hand, and it looks like he's jacking off behind the projector, mm-hmm. but he's just got a fucking yo-yo yeah. in one hand. <laughs> he's just reading the recognize back. Right. I don't know. It's but- just it's little dumb things in this movie that are like that's funny. But again. This yo-yo is setting up a bit that's going to get paid yes. off at 30 seconds later. So, oh, so, so this guy is like, oh, the AC is off up here. Hey, boss, the AC is off, off. And he's like, no, it's not. And he just goes like, I'll find where the clog is. And he sticks his head in the in the ductwork and gets blobbed. Mm-hmm. So his manager comes up and he's like, hey, Earl, where are you? What, what the hell? And he walks into the room and from the ceiling, the yo-yo falls down. And he's like, oh, you. Well, like, yo-yo's dead. Like, not just falls, like, on the string. Yes. Like, you know, spin, like, walks yeah, the dog like, right like in front he's of yo- Like, he's yeah. up on the ceiling yo-yoing. And yeah. he's just like, ah. He's ah. like, it's like a, it's like a f- fake scare. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Because then he looks up and he's just, the blob and the remains of that dude are in the ceiling mm-hmm. just blobbing around. And that guy gets blobbed. Yeah. And then the blob is like, I'm going to eat everybody in this theater because <laughs> they're here. Right. Um, yeah, this is when it goes like full on nuts, like explodes. Yeah. Well, first it melts the film and yes. Uh, actually, what was the, God, I'm trying to remember. Like there was a good fake out because like, like the film starts to melt, but like the, oh, the kid, the guy, the dumbass that was talking through the whole movie gets yoinked up to from the projection room first. Cause the, the kids are like snuck into the movie and like this guy's just narrating the whole fucking thing behind him. Like he's seen it already. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he gets yoinked up into the projection booth after the kids have been like shushing like three times yeah. and that the one kid sees it first and then the film melts yes. and then because he's like he gets like half a second lead of like what the fuck and then yeah. everybody else panics mm-hmm. anyway 
Uh, Shawnee Smith runs in yeah. because there's been a th- she knows he's there and mm-hmm. she's there to get him. Uh, and it's just chaos, and yeah. they can get they can't get out the front, so they have to go out the back. Um, and they just end up trapped in an alley, which I just I'm amazed this town has like this alley where three businesses open up into it, but there's no way to get out of this alley. Yeah, like it's a it's a weird feature to have a dead end alley in a small ass in, town in like a this. tiny ass yeah. town. It's like who built this? That's dumb. <laughs> uh, but the blobs come in, and they're like, uh, "Sewer, go!" So they go down in the sewer. And like 10 seconds later, you're like, yeah, but the sewer grate has holes. It's just going to end. And then the blob just starts coming through. Mm-hmm. the holes. Yeah, I mean, the movie even addresses like that. You're like, they have holes on them. That's how you get yeah. the thing that pulls the lid up yeah. in it. You're like, um, plot hole. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> they understood the plot hole. Yeah. Because yeah, it like grabs under her hair and melts. Because yeah. there's, cause there's yes. no split in. That's another sort of rad thing about it is that it does latch onto her hair. But because it's acidic, it just burns through what it's holding onto. And then she falls. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's a good fall stunt, too. Yeah. It looks like it was not comfortable. Oh, yeah. That actress took She fell from like 10 feet. Yeah. It's not good. So they're in the sewers, which, of course, is not sewer water. But uh, they also mentioned it's an aqueduct where the water from the mountains runs into the town or whatever. Um, So anyway, uh, this is kind of uh, Mm aliens-ish as they kind of slink through here. And then obviously, (laughs) well, there's a rat on a piece of like driftwood or something. (laughs) And they're like... Watch out for the rat. And then one of them was like, what rat? And then you see the blob and it chases them. And they well, there were two rats. There were like, there were actually rat, rats on either side. Yeah. And there was, there was one that was closer. Like they passed one. It, it, I'm just saying it again. It was like an overly thought out visual gag because they do show one rat is still on one of them. But one of them, remember when there's only one rat is basically do, what I they remember. do. <laughs> they, 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 they show one rat is missing and then the water bubbles up and it yeah. starts chasing them underwater. Yeah. But the government guys are also like down here in the sewers too. Cause like they run into, they know it's in the sewers yeah. and they're like, if we cut off these, th- these three points, we've got it. Mm-hmm. And anyone in the, in there is expendable. Yep. So, so they're in there <laughs> sharks in the water. Um, they climb this pipe to get out and the jerky kid, Eddie gets blobbed. <laughs> the blob just goes, yoink, yep. grabs him. And you're like, and she dives in after him and you're like, okay, she's going to pull him out. This movie's not going to kill a kid. Uh, no, she pops up like I can't find him. And then the remains of this kid yeah. still encased in blob. It was the shoot out the attack of Eddie Munster. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and she's like, nope, sorry, <laughs> you're gone. Uh, so they both climb this drain pipe to get out. And the kid gets through the, the sewer drain to get out. And she's like, I can't make it. And you're like, yeah, you can. You're a tiny person, Shawnee Smith. But she's yeah. like, nope, can't do it. Well, as I said, like this movie does so much in explaining everything that happens mm-hmm. in foreshadowing type scenes that I'm surprised there wasn't something like during the cheerleading scenes where she was trying to do a lift and couldn't get someone over her head because she didn't have enough upper body strength. Like, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't like some throw that explanation in, you know, yeah, for that for why she couldn't pull, you know, do one pull up or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, granted, that would be a hard ass pull up to do to like. Not only pull yourself up, but through a sewer grate. I mean, that is sure. extremely difficult. Sure. But luckily, Kevin Dillon shows up just in time to be right at the right. Pulls grate. right up. And it's just <laughs> well, like, there's hey. A, there's another exit. There's like a, a slope. Mm-hmm. That's, yes, yeah, that's right. She, yeah. I'm because just saying. She falls like, down the ladder the- into the water, and then there's another slope yeah. that she scrambles up, yeah. and you're... It, you know, they're creating tension with the fact that it's all slippery. And then yes. Kevin Dillon pulls up and yeah. motorcycles her away. But he just, he happened to motorcycle right to where she was in this. Yes. Uh, uh, ostensibly uh, intricate. Because he's system. the hero. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
because he's got that lead Hemsworth quality. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not that secondary third. It's Hemsworth. also weird because you think she's escaping out into the street, but she's not. It's just another level. He is mm-hmm. driving part his, of the sewer. Yeah. He's driving his bike through a pipe. Yeah. She basically. was hollering a lot, so yes. maybe he just echolocated yes. her <laughs> uh, like a bat. And they drive down one way, and it's a dead end because, uh, sure, why not have a dead end in your sewer Another system? Another dead end. Uh, and then have to go back, but the blob is in the way, and this is now time for motorcycle stunts, and they just sort of drive up on the side of this pipe to get out. They do, yeah, they do not quite the, you know, the full pipe 360 car no, thing. yeah, they don't you know, do, you I know, mean, they're not evil Knieveling. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there were three military dudes down there and eventually they're down to one because the blob ate the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy is just like game over, man. <laughs> I love that he's still wearing his hazmat suit and, and the helmet is clearly cracked wide the fuck open. And it's like, just okay, take that off. you can take it off now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Also, it was never going to protect yeah. you anyway. Well, that's the thing is like, not from the fucking blob. Yeah. That's the thing is like, it it seems to be late stage in the movie that like there was a couple of people that were in like whatever military intelligence that knew the real story on the blob and the rest of the military dudes were under were believing the viral outbreak story. Yeah, because yeah, like they, you it's kind of weird. Like, because like you know, basically like someone takes their mask off and they're like the fuck, yeah. and then you know get angry or something. They're they're very clearly just military dudes who are here following orders. Yeah. And as soon as like the main orders are rescinded because the guy giving them is dead, they're just like, fuck this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to blow shit up because that's what we do. Okay, plan, plan B for blow it the fuck up. Yeah. So um, they're going to try to get out another uh, sewer drain. And the, ba- the bad scientist guy is like, well, you're trapped down there with the blob, huh? Well, yeah. you're expendable. And, you know. Covers the manhole back up and parks a truck on top of it. Yeah, basically gives them the Raiders, you know, like (laughs) maybe in a thousand years, you'll be worth something. So it's beneficial that the one dude who's still left alive in his backpack has a rocket launcher. (laughs) And it's Shawnee Smith who sees... A bunch of those guys had them, to be fair. Sure. But they're all just like, oh man, game over. And Shawnee Smith is just like, dude, look, <laughs> he's got a rocket launcher. He's like, okay, check this shit. So he's well, used... I, I just want to point out another dumb thing the script does because it's 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 so basic, but also like it's just on the nose enough that you're like, yeah. Because I mean, it gives you that like just enough of a clue where you're like, I know where this is going, I think. Because Kevin Dillon, at this point, you know, they've been running around on the motorcycle. He saved her and they did their stunts or whatever, but they haven't talked or anything. And, no, not really. And, and when, when he jumped off the truck, he's like, I'm going to save myself. You should do the same thing. So she's like, I thought you were going to save yourself. And, and he's like, I guess I blew it. And then she looks over there and it's like the the rocket the, says something like, she's watch like, caution blowback. Blow back. Yeah. She's like, blow. blow. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, it's like the dialogue is like, just on the nose enough where you're like, ah, I, yeah. I know what you're going to do. Kevin Dillon has been using the radio of this other, the the one dude who's still down there to yell at the main guy. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, well, check this shit out. <laughs> and then he just kind of holds the rocket launcher in this in this stairway, the 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 where the ladder is to get yeah. out of the manhole. It just fires it. <laughs> manhole and truck on top of it explode. To be fair, that's pretty plausible. It's that's, a recoilless. Again, you know, I am not making yeah. fun of this. I'm like, this is badass. No, I mean, that's <laughs> definitely the safest way to do it. You don't want to be in there. Oh, like, no, you don't <laughs> want to be in there because that whole, that yeah, whole that thing whole just explodes. Yeah. It's on fire. Yeah, I would hope he hit the button and immediately withdrew his hand really yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're like, 
what the shit. And so like they climb out and this is like, this is the standoff that they have with like the, the troops are like you freeze and Kevin Dillon has a gun. He's like, they're lying to you. This isn't a contagion thing. They made this. They and then this is where uh, the dude from RoboCop has shown up again, and he's like, "Freeze, Kevin Dillon!" And then they're like, "Kill Kevin Dillon!" He's like, "Whoa, hold on there, Mister!" And it's like, "Oh, face turn, cool." Um, and then they're all gonna just gonna shoot each other. Meanwhile, the blob is like, "I'm gonna use this to my advantage <laughs> and eat some more." And he just the he the blob comes out of the <laughs> the manhole and eats the main scientist guy just just enters into his suit and is just like pfft, just it just eats him. This is when the rest of the dudes are like, man, fuck that guy. We're going to fucking murder the blob. <laughs> and I like that the other dude, the, the guy who was clearly in charge of the military has just a couple of grenades hanging on, on his well, yeah, I mean, they're still wearing hazmat suits, but it's yeah, like he's, he's just, just got two grenades on the front of it. Yeah. So he doesn't first you think he's like pens out. Let's do this. He doesn't do that. He calls in like, you know, set up, yeah. a, set, set a charge, throw some charges down there. Everyone fire your fucking guns down there. And then they're like, we did it. Hooray. We killed the blob. <laughs> Everyone go back to your homes. And then everything starts shaking. And they're like, what the shit? And the blob just explodes out of the ground. The blob is fucking pissed. Um, and like it explodes out like this one kind of like octopus tendril kind of like arm thing out of the hole. Yeah. And then it's going to slap down on this dude, the main dude, the military yeah. guy. He pulls the he knows he's like, I'm fucked. Pulls the pins on both the grenades as yep. he gets smashed. And it's a good like 30 seconds before they pay that off. And they pay it off so subtly that if you're not paying attention, you don't see the two little flashes inside the blob. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's um, neat. It looked to me, it looked like a Christmas tree when it came out of the ground. <laughs> like it just had that sort of, you know, vaguely Christmas tree shaped. Yeah. Um, or something from Bad Dragon. <laughs> but most of the blob looks like something from Bad Dragon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was waiting. I was like, oh, my God, is the are the grenades going to pay off? Um, they do. I, it just I knew doesn't it wouldn't do anything. Right. I knew it wouldn't fix the problem, but yeah. I thought it was a. I thought it was a nice touch. Yeah. Because this this cut of him pulling the grenades is like a quarter second. Yeah. You're gonna miss it if you you know if you look down for your popcorn for a second. You're <laughs> right. gonna you're gonna miss that. And then if you're not paying close attention, you're gonna miss the grenades going off inside yeah. the blob too. It's because it's long enough. Like it it's longer than you would think it would take for those grenades right. to go off when you just see. <laughs> And they don't do anything. And man, so there's another guy there with a flamethrower. And he's like, I got this. And he starts shooting the flamethrower. And the blob's like, I don't like that. And <laughs> shoots a tendril at this thing, which clogs the front of the flamethrower, which causes it to yeah. stream out and hit the preacher who's just standing over there like, well, the prophecy is foretold. And then he gets fucking set on fire. This this is also it's great. This is it's also amazingly clever what yeah. it's doing. I mean, it's like it's it's almost like a Looney Tunes cartoon, like Bugs Bunny sticking his finger in the exactly. gun. Yeah. Yep. But this leads to Shawnee Smith going to get a fire extinguisher to put out the preacher, mm -hmm. and in doing so, remembers that the blob doesn't like cold because it hits it with the fire extinguisher, and so they're yeah, like, it was just kind of extinguishable. That it was like, hey, get away, and then she was like, oh shit, that worked. Yeah. Yeah. So. Kevin Dillon has run back off to the uh, the repair shop that he he 
there's some scenes in the beginning where he's in the repair shop talking I, to the guy. I'm very confused with this repair shop. I mean, it's an interesting repair shop because he seems to just be repairing snowmobiles and a snowblower. It's like a maker, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's probably the touristy shit for this town. Yeah, that, I know. It's just it's interesting. I don't know. It just it seems weird to me that like what you're seeing in this town, it doesn't look wintry enough to be your mechanic shop would be exclusively winter vehicles like you know well, no, there wouldn't that, be cars in here too or something you know what i mean <laughs> like, but that's the thing though yeah. the movie keeps commenting I, yeah. on that and that it's unseasonably warm mm-hmm. for this time of year i think that this town survival depends on it getting a lot colder a sure. lot sooner uh but everyone just keeps saying it's like 70 out it's sweltering this town's gonna die because the tourism is not going to come here right, right and so they're they're quickly trying to repair all these things but there's no real reason to be doing it they're just operating on a timeline that has always existed um so anyway inside they've got this giant truck that makes snow and kevin dillon has gone to get it and he crashes through the front of this (laughs) repair shop and is now driving towards the blob because it is a big cold truck Mm -hmm. i guess snowblower would be the opposite that's the Clear your snow, right. not yeah, snowmaker. Yeah. This yes. one's a snow thrower. A yeah. snow, yeah, sure. I feel like it has a name or like something. There's, there's a, a name on the side of the thing. I yeah. just don't remember what it was. Because well, like builder Snow Max Eight Thousand. Yeah, there's a thunder. There's a snow place near a place we used to we, we used to always go there like in the summer. It's but called Canada. No, it's this place in North Carolina. It's like it can get cold enough for snow, but they nine times out of ten have to pump yeah. it in, you know, mm-hmm. manually, and you know that's like a big thing to like pump that in on this mountain or whatever. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, blower's uh, like, you know, an electric shovel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He um he stunts his way to the blob in this truck. Uh the blob is just like nah <laughs> and knocks this truck aside and flips it over. Uh and so it's just it surrounds the truck. It's like I'm going to eat this truck and also Kevin Dillon. And Shawnee Smith is like, no, you're not. That's my man now. And she goes and picks up a machine gun and a thing of charges. And because the the, the tank has blown off the truck, the tank that makes the snow. It's liquid nitrogen. Yes. Uh, and it has slid away from the truck. The blob is not paying attention to that. So she is just shooting at the blob and taunting it for some reason, because that's what you do in these movies. Um, and... Well, she she sets the 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 satchel charge on the tank, yes, and then like is like shoots right. it so, she does, she's so that on the t- yeah, yes. So like it's like hey, come at me, come get me, yes, and then is like later, bitch, and goes to like dive you know, do the heroic dive off before the explosion thing, yeah. and her fucking kids get caught on the on the tank. Right. <laughs> and mm-hmm. She goes whoop, yeah, bang, <laughs> yeah, just bang, yeah, yeah. Like, it's onto the side of the tank, and it's like then has to like try to get her yeah foot free, and then the blob's like cool yeah. <laughs> and comes over to her actually. The shot is another blob kind of coming out of this outer blob shell. It's it's like the, the gooey center of the hard, crunchy yeah. blob has come out and is just like, ah. Oh, it's, it's blob nougat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fresh blob. Yeah. Blob nougat. Yeah. He was a big lounge singer in the 60s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a Mad Magazine joke, <laughs> blob nougat. <laughs> What? It's the, it's the creamy rich center of the block. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's it's enough for Kevin Dillon to be able to get out. He gets over there and, and helps her. Um, and they get away right as it, it, in time for this thing to explode. 
course they do. Yeah, and also for we, I don't think we even mentioned that. Like Art Flora is Shawnee Smith's dad. Yes. Um, did we mention that? I don't know, but we did. We, like we, at some point, he's like running around, running around the corner as they're like running from the tank for some reason. I don't well, know. he's seen her and yeah. he's like going to get her, right? Um, because the child has made it back to where all the people are. And yeah, everyone's like, well. Basically, everyone's gone to town hall. Yeah, right. where, where everyone's hanging out. Yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, yes, they were all in there getting attacked by the blob. The blob was trying to get in there. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, Paul McCrane gets bent in fucking half and yoinked out through the oh, wall. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just That's another really good effects shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you're watching this dude like shoot at the blob, and then the blob wraps itself around his midsection, yoinks him, and this man folds the, <laughs> like the a wrong lawn way. chair, like the wrong way. Yeah. Yes, the yes, absolutely I mean, the wrong way. Some people could fold all the way the front way. Some people can fold all the way backwards, but most people can't. Yeah, no, this, <laughs> oof. yeah, because they're all inside, like trying to keep it out with fire extinguishers yeah. and stuff. And they're like, "Oh no, we've, we've run out." That that's when the truck shows up. They're like, "Hooray, cold truck!" Um, but anyway, they blow it up, and everything's snow, and uh, everyone walks outside. And is like, "Wow!" <laughs> it's like, "Come on, guys, you live in Winter Town. You know what snow looks like." Um, but yeah, yeah but the, this time it was saving their lives in more than one way. Yes. Um, poetic yeah and the blob is crystallized and they're like well we better we better get some dump trucks and take this thing to the refrigeration plant or whatever before dawn otherwise we're gonna we're fucked again uh i i should probably go not that i'm like i have to get this joke out but i'm only going to say it because i said it while we were watching the movie and i think you said you're going to name the episode this and it won't have any context if i don't say it now go ahead this is the time but as this was happening and everyone is like wowing at the fact that it's suddenly snowing, I went, oh, look, it's Art LaFleury's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. a very nice tribute <laughs> and very accurate because he is standing there. Yeah, he is amongst all well, he's, snow. he's hugging his family and like yeah. the, you know, the suddenly happy ending. Yeah. The end of Gremlins thing. And so this is weird. So th- they they cut out of this quick and transition to sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. The crazy preacher who got half his face burned is or half his whole body really yeah now he's doing tent recitals and yes. somewhere he's yeah. just you know doomsday is coming friends anyway thanks for showing up he's a blob charmer <laughs> and he you know he goes in the back to drink his sweet booze because of course and a nice lady shows up and she's like when reverend when will we have the judgment day and he's like Oh, quite soon. And then he holds up the jar with the little blob in it. Producers and sequel money willing quite soon. As soon as we get (laughs) greenlit. End credits. Uh, We get a hot song by the band Alien (laughs) over the closing credits. Man, the whole time I was hoping it was docking. Thought it was going to be docking. Because I said, if this blob's a docking, don't come a knocking. Yep. But no, it was just fucking Alien. It was was Alien. (laughs) Which is a Doc and Cover band. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put Has that on. Be. I'm gonna put that in the uh, the IMDb be. trivia now. You're but, you're correct. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it actually is just Doc, and they just didn't want to be credited as such. Yeah. All right, so we've come to the end of the film. We uh, have. I we finished. I'm gonna tell the story. The Art Floor's characters' introduction, best part of the movie. Okay. It, it is the thing that when I think I, I've obviously I've seen this movie before. When I think of Art Lafleur. It is the end of this joke that I think Just of him from. One word. One word. Okay. I like when Plastics. he <laughs> when he <laughs> passed away. I went looking for that gif. I was like, please let someone else have made this. No one else. I couldn't find it. So 
Anyway, uh, Paul and his idiot buddy are in the drugstore. The, the one with the rape, rape trunk. Yes. Yeah. And and that one is like, I need to get some condoms because I'm going to get lucky tonight. And he goes up to the counter to buy them. And as he's in, he asks for them. The pharmacist, Art LaFleur, goes to get them. And then the preacher dude shows up and he's like, oh, I haven't seen you in Sunday school, Jimmy, or whatever the hell your name is. Uh, and he's like, oh, it's yeah. probably Bill. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, I uh, and, and he's like, yeah, sorry about that, Reverend. And then, you know, Art LaFleur comes back and he's like regular or ribbed. <laughs> and the preacher looks at him like, what is this shenanigans? And he's like, oh, listen, my friend over there has a date with this, you know, kind of loose morals girl. And, and so he wanted me to buy it. I, I, I brought him to get the condoms. But no, know, he basically is like, I, I had to talk him into just yeah. using protection. I'm trying to do the right thing. Yeah. As best he's, I can. he's real. Like he's, he just, he didn't even want to come here. And of course the guy is over at the magazine rack. Would you come on? And he's like, see, this guy's impatient. He's just bad judgment. Well, he actually even says, I don't want to keep this girl waiting. Cause he has just made the date with yes. Shawnee Smith. Right. Like yeah, suddenly you yes. know, like after I guess lusting after her for years or whatever. Right. Not that it's important. He's dead in ten minutes. Yeah. So I mean, this guy's like, I'll take the ribbed, please. You know, <laughs> and that kind of ends the scene. So the guy goes to pick up Shawnee Smith, and it's this whole well, thing. Well, that was that, that. That was the reason he goes ribbed, and the guy's like, you don't know. And then yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to pick up Shawnee Smith, and he has you know he's going through the whole thing. Like the little brother's like, who are you? And you know all that, and he meets the mom, and the mom's being weird. Um, Anyway, finally, like Shawnee Smith has come down. She's ready to go. And he's like, cool, let's go. And she's like, oh, I want you to meet my dad first. And then they throw open this door to where a man is obviously sitting in a chair with a paper, you know, covering his face as people often do with the newspaper. Just hold it up like a disguise. And she's like, dad, meet my date, Paul. And the paper comes down and it's the reveal of Art LaFleur, who was the pharmacist. And he just looks up. He's like grinning. And he's like, the grin just drains from his face. And he just stares at him and goes, ribbed <laughs> and that's the end of the scene it's great it's just it's so good yeah it's it's real growly though i mean like ribbed. oh yeah i mean ribbed. i can't do art lafleur voice but i mean that man had a, a gravitas toward the english language um yeah i just i i really enjoy that scene and like i said like that was the thing that can, that's really why this movie entered my brain as to okay. what we should watch this week because i was like Fair enough. That thing, like that ribbed. I mean, that's just. <laughs> and it was for our pleasure. <laughs> it was. So anyway, let's rate the blob. Okay. I'll go. Okay. I'm ready. All uh, right. Uh, four jocks. Mm -hmm. I, there's just something I can't quite put my finger on that's keeping it off out of the five, but I really like this. Okay. I, I really like this. Okay. Like I'm mad that I've never seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just like, this is exactly my kind of thing. Like, this era of... It's like, it's never scary, like, horror movie. But it is... I mean, it's like, it's scary because it's like, it's... It's like, it's so well made that you can't be scared by it because you're just like, holy fuck, how do they do that? You know, like, you know, it's just like, it's all so well... Like, the thing. Like, I'm never scared for one second watching the thing. I am fascinated by that movie. You know, and this is the same kind of thing. I'm watching this. I'm like, god damn, that looks really good. Like, wow, that's really good. Like, that's a nice touch. You know, like, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's... Of course, it's not. This is not the thing. This is not that level of like. I mean, the thing is like a nearly frame perfect movie. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just yeah. like you know. But it's this is really solid mm -hmm. and unexpectedly solid. This is really close to being like a a, a good real movie. Yeah. It. 
It's just goofy because it's the blob. (laughs) Well, yeah. What puts it over into our, you know, our territory is like the 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 camp, and you know something like ribbed, (laughs) Um, ribbed. But it's it's real close to being perfect um, as far as what we Mm -hmm. as far as what we like. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also going to give it four of the jocks because it deserves them. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, uh, slight spoiler! I should say I've never seen the original Blob. So I don't know what. Or, I mean, a spoiler for your uh, well, life I mean, story, or <laughs> you get to his autobiography, right? Yes. Whoops. Yeah. Never saw the blob. Okay. I mean, caveat then, perhaps okay. an asterisk. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yes. Something to go with it. Like I've, I have nothing to compare it to other than like seeing a few scenes and hearing the stupid song, you know. But like I've seen a few scenes on TV from time to time. And... You should watch Baby Blob too. Yeah, that's good. Baby Blob. Yeah. I will blob say goes to Hollywood. As far as a lot of those 50s movies go, The Blob still holds up as something very watchable. And it's oh, yeah. not just because of Steve McQueen. Yeah. Um, it's just, it is just a kind of, it is also fascinating in the Blob technology sure. that they're doing in the 50s. You're like, wow, how are they doing that? Um, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm I, not someone who can't, I, I, how about I just reverse that? I am someone who can appreciate the techniques of movie making throughout the time i never i never look at something and go like <laughs> you know like i right. mean you know like i mean invasion of the body snatchers that was fascinating to watch throughout time because it was like you know how it was actually getting worse because it's like, you know, like i mean it's like you know you had this like all right good effort a lot of ky jelly in the first one then it was like all right now you went fucking cronenberg like realistic and then it was just like oh now we can just do cg bullshit great wonderful <laughs> right yeah yeah anyway Sorry, didn't mean. I was just trying to say I didn't had never seen the Blob. This is the only Blob I've ever seen. I haven't. I haven't either. Okay. So you know, I I've forgotten anything else I was going to say about this one. But okay, um, yeah, just a, a delightful thing. Um, but yeah, ev- like everything works. Almost everything pays off. Um, there's nothing like specifically mean about the movie. Like the Blob just doesn't care. Um, it's not doing anything like out of any particular malice, any directed malice, and neither is neither is the movie or most of the characters in general, with the exception of the the deputy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like it's nice either, and all the effects are just fucking killer, uh, with the exception of some of the green screen stuff. It's it's a little it's a little jarring. It's not like Blue Luke bad, but. You can just definitely tell whenever they do it. You're like, right. oh, yeah. all right. And it, but it's not, you know, it doesn't ruin the movie for me. It, I feel like there's one, and maybe it's one of the scenes in the sewer when they're on the bike or not. But there's one that's like, I feel like it's so bad that I almost felt like it maybe was a tribute to the original <laughs> movie. I mean, it just it, it felt like it was like so poorly lit that it felt like how they used to do it, like the '50s movies. Mm-hmm. I'm seriously like, I mean, it was like that's weird. Like, I mean. It's possible yeah, yeah. they did some of that. I mean, it know, just like it looked, it looked like the um, rear projection, mm-hmm. not even like green screen. It looked like they were actually doing rear projection. Right. It was like it looked so awful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I totally agree with the four jocks rating. It is. Uh, I, I think. I, I think there is a pacing thing about this movie. It's it's hard to put my finger on exactly where the the pacing feels off, but it's like there are just so many cool moments with the blob that as soon as like they cut away from that and start doing something else, you're like, Oh, I want more. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of you guys doing movie shit. You know, I understand you've got to fill time and have a lot of dialogue and stuff like that, but I am fascinated 
by the effects and the kills and the stuff that you're doing. I think that stuff is amazing. And I just, I want to see more of that. Um, so it's just, it's, it's, I understand you've got to build to a third act that has, you know, a bunch of crazy shit happening, but I just wanted more. I would have been fine with random characters. We didn't know getting blobbed. Sure. Um, I just think I just was having such a good time with that. Uh, it, it was kind of like when we watched Jaws 4 and we're constantly like when someone was going to open a medicine cabinet, you're like, oh, you're going to get Jaws. Um, <laughs> but this movie actually does it. It's right, just like right. anytime someone is like, I'm going to go do this thing. You're like, nope, you're going to get blobbed. <laughs> and then you well, do. Well, yeah, because the blob can exist anywhere. Un- unlike Jaws, <laughs> yes, which has a very specific <laughs> <Right>. habitat. <laughs> I know. I know. Which, you know, like I said, don't go to the Caribbean if you want to escape it. Right. That does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as as far as like. As far as like remakes go, this is this is one of one of the really best ones. Um, it's it's just it, it has imagination to it. It's not just trying to do the same thing again. And yeah, it's it's just it's it it's good. It's really good. I like it. What was your rating? Four. Oh, we're all we four. all gave it four. Okay. Yeah. Um, Twelve jocks. It's pretty good. I mean, and this this particular Blu-ray has a shitload of extras on it. I mean, in an Mostly era, in, interviews in an but, era. Well, I'm, I mean, just saying, in an era of like most discs now are like, ah, eh, people don't buy these for extras; they're just buying the disc because they're old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like so many things. Like the extra is trailer. If you're lucky, maybe photo gallery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like you go in the extras menu. It's like, holy shit, <laughs> they don't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they they aside from Kevin Dillon, they talked to. Everyone else involved. Yeah. Um, Shawnee Smith wasn't in there, was she? She's oh, she she's on one of the commentary. Oh, okay, there are okay. four commentary tracks on yeah. this. Four commentary tracks. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like I will say that's a chock full Blu-ray right there. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you if you are a fan of this movie, this is one of those discs where you're like, holy shit, there's a ton of stuff on here. So I, I'm I'm really interested to go and watch some of these special effects uh, documentaries because the the Shout Factory stuff is usually really good about finding those people who did the effects and those people often will have props still from the film and they're just like here's how we did this and i just think that stuff is is fascinating so yeah i mean shit if i had like a yoda or something i would never throw that away like i'm saying like you had something from a fucking movie like i had a yoda (laughs) (laughs) like well a lot of those guys for a lot of that stuff longer ago Mm -hmm. like that stuff was just going to be thrown out Mm -hmm. nowadays the movie studios will keep a lot yeah. Or right. they'll hand it off to um, auction houses to yeah. auction it off way later. They'll yeah. they'll wait like you know a few years. Yeah. But a lot of the original VFX guys, if they liked something, they would keep it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'd say if you spent that much time making something, why would you just throw it away or whatever? That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Adam Savage has a bunch of stuff that he worked on uh, that he kept or that he got from somebody that he worked with or mm-hmm. or whatever. So like you know that stuff. Well, I, that's it, definitely like not unusual. A lot of uh, at the time, a lot of the um, effects production companies would retain the rights to own that stuff. That's why, like, yes, uh, if you remember, like from Pump- Pumpkinhead to Pumpkinhead Two, they were like, well, th- when we had to recreate the the model, it was because Stan Winston owned the the first right. one and he was not involved in the second one. So they were like, well, we've got to rebuild this thing. Sure. We can't just go get the thing and do it. Um, yeah, I, I think that's what I was thinking. I, you know, I, I can't imagine like too many situations where it's like actors are like taking props home or whatever. Right. But I mean, like the yeah. prop guy, I would be like, yeah. yeah, I'm saying like if I if I spent months 
crafting a fucking puppet or something for a movie. Oh yeah, they're absolutely going to yeah, keep be it. like fuck yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> not throwing that in the gar- goddamn garbage. Right. <laughs> Get actors keep garbage. stuff. <laughs> actors yeah. keep stuff sometimes too, but usually it's like wardrobe, or they stole it, or they <laughs> they have to ask for it. You know that sort of thing. Sure. I mean, I mean, it, it, keep a horse. It's it's a, <laughs> I mean, it's a little different on like you know. I mean, you, you see a lot of these like uh, you know like. I know I've said Chris Hemsworth like eight times in this episode, but like, he's, yeah, so don't he's, say it again. But he's got a Mjolnir. But I mean, how many did they fucking have? Oh, of I course, mean, yeah. you know, I mean, like, a if Marvel he's movie, got one, they had enough. I'm saying, like, it's like they had enough for him I'm to sh- have. One, I'm sure they they probably right. had fifty made. You know, like, in, yeah. and oh, sure, and probably fifty more for like damaged effect version. This version, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, sure, no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Vigo Mortensen gets a horse. Oh, okay. really? He did. He get to yeah. keep. Uh, Whatever the fuck his horse was. Shadow Facts. Shadow Facts was good. Shadow Facts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always know that because uh, I always like. Secretariat. Yeah. <laughs> I always think that's funny. That I, I always thought it would be funny if, like, you know, you had Carfax, but for horses and it was called Shadow Facts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they should have a Carfax for horses. Well, you can't always look them in the mouth and figure out how old they are. <laughs> and they don't have VIN numbers, so I don't know. They should. They should, yeah. They should have VIN numbers. <laughs> Which is also like saying PIN number, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand like why VIN number became the extent. Like everyone says that. Like from... We're dumb. We're all dumb. No, I mean like everyone from like insurance to car dealers, like every level says that, says VIN number. And I'm like, you need to know that's vehicle identification number, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. That's just how those things yeah, happen when they, when they get acronymized or whatever. Yeah. I just um, I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say just Vin, like, except for Diesel. I've said it. Yeah, except going to the movies. Speaking of going to the movies, yeah. uh, why don't you go to your email uh, client and send us an email? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a good transition. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, email client. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to call it? Open Chuck? up a uh, Hotmail. Open up your your Dora app. Yeah. Email app, Thunderbird. Open up Chrome and go to Gmail or your America Online email account that you inexplicably still have, like twenty years after AOL. Has, well, fifteen years after. Stop AOL. listening, Nana. Don't yeah. open your AOL account. Why did you stick in your email via Pop Three? <laughs> Web TV, yo. Grandma got <laughs> run over by a mailer demon. Um, anyway, uh, if you want to send us an email. Um, BMF at BMFcast.com is, is that email address. If you want to uh, call us and leave us a voicemail, 9105-BMF or 9105569263. That's the email address, or the that's the Garfield hotline. Uh, if you want to just visit the website, it's BMFcast.com. And if you want to put some cold, hard cash into our hot little hands, you can visit us at patreon.com slash BMFcast, where we provide you with a... Uh, I would say a plethora in the proper definition of plethora, since we're being pedantic this week, um, of extra podcasts. You can throw a few dollars at us, and you will get more than you bargained for. Um, although technically, it's actually exactly as much as you bargained for, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, patreon.com slash Bamfcast. It keeps the lights on, keeps the servers running. Keeps uh keeps these hot mics. <laughs> you do rolling. all your own bargaining. You figure out where your bargaining yeah. reckons against like, ours. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put a dollar into here. Yeah, How much podcast I... am I gonna get out? I don't know. Well. Oh look. <laughs> as much as I expected. Yeah. <laughs> I am completely whelmed. <laughs> right. 
Well, you're bargaining for everything that we everything that we have there and everything that you can. Which, uh, if we're being, if, if we're continuing to be pedantic, if you're whelmed, you're still fucked. <laughs> By the way, I mean, whelmed actually means overwhelmed. I mean, it's all the same mean. <laughs> to okay, be whelmed is to be overrun with water, and overwhelmed is just redundant. Ah, so yet another one like, of those things. Sounds like yeah. VIN number. <laughs> what is a whelm? What is a whelm? It, is that it, a part of a boat? It's just it's the expression to be overtaken by water, to be whelmed. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. I assume it. Maybe it's water at the helm. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, we've unlocked a mystery. It, I mean, seriously, it could be something as stupid as that. I don't know. But, I mean, Melville used the word whelmed. Someone was having an argument about why isn't there whelmed when you can be under or overwhelmed, and there actually is. Well, there you go. You learned something today. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've learned that before, but okay. I, I had not remembered it, so I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear it again. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I was a Moby Dick and being pedantic. Anyway, you won't be underwhelmed by our whelming of mm-hmm. content that overtakes your bow. <laughs> That's our whelming amount of content on patreon.com slash bmfcast. <laughs> once you put our once you put your dollar into the uh, into the kitty. Yes. Anyway. Uh that's all I got. Okay. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I am Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. <laughs>